The Bible Story Podcast, New Testament. Story 21 The Rich Young Ruler. Look, he's a very busy man. Everyone wants to see him, and I'm sorry, but he doesn't have time for your children. You're just going to have to go. We'd been trying to protect Jesus from the constant stream of people wanting to come and see him. And now, it wasn't just adults, but parents wanted to bring their little ones to Jesus so that he could bless them. Well, they had to come to us first, his disciples, and we knew how busy and tired he could get, so we started sending the parents and their children away. We saw the disappointed looks on their faces. Some of the older children had really been looking forward to meeting Jesus, but Jesus was busy with more important matters, so we started hurrying them away. It was as we were pushing them away that we heard Jesus' voice. What do you think you're doing? he asked. Don't stop them. Let the children come to me. That was it. The children and their parents didn't need a second invitation. They surged past us and ran to Jesus. Here we were, trying to protect Jesus from the unimportant disturbances that come along, and he went and ignored all our efforts. As we looked at him, he picked up a couple of the children in his arms, and with a broad grin on his face, he looked from them to us. The kingdom of God belongs to people like these, he called across. Because I tell you, unless someone has the same kind of faith these children have, they'll never enter God's kingdom. After he'd said this, he carried on welcoming the children and putting his hands on their heads and blessing them. Shortly afterwards... As we were starting out on another trip, a young man came running to Jesus. Not many people run anywhere in our country. It's too hot and not really the done thing. But what caught our attention was that this young man was obviously a man with money and influence. So can you imagine our surprise and joy when he ran right up to Jesus, knelt down before him in the road for all to see and said, Good teacher, what do I need to do to get eternal life? Wow, we thought. Imagine what a difference this could make, having someone like him join with us. We all turned to Jesus to see what he'd say to this earnest young man. Why do you call me good? Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. And then he started to answer the young man's question. Now, you know what the commandments are. Don't commit murder. Don't commit adultery. Don't steal. Don't tell lies. Don't cheat. Respect your father and mother. The young man looked closely at Jesus, his brow furrowed, and with a slight nod of his head he said, Teacher, ever since I was a child I've obeyed all these commandments. Obviously he felt that obeying wasn't enough, there had to be more. Jesus' smile grew as he looked at the young man and he felt genuine love for him. Well, Jesus answered, There is one thing you lack. Go and sell everything you have and give the money to the poor, because then you will have treasure in heaven. And when you've done that, come and follow me. I'd been listening to the conversation as the two of them spoke, and as Jesus told the young man to go and sell all he owned and give the money to the poor, I watched his face. It was painful to see his look of earnestness turn first into surprise and then into sorrow. Suddenly, the conversation was over. Without looking at Jesus again, the young man stood up and walked sadly away because he had many possessions. Jesus let him leave. He'd set the standard this man had to reach 
and he wasn't about to change it, even if it meant the man went away, never to return. Then Jesus turned round to speak to us. It's so hard for rich people to enter the kingdom of God, he said. We were amazed at this, that the people with all the advantages in life, money, power, ability and talent, should struggle to enter God's kingdom. But Jesus was continuing. My dear children, it is very hard to get into God's kingdom. In fact, it would be easier for a camel to go through the little hole at the end of a needle than for a rich person to enter God's kingdom. To us, this was mind-blowing. So we asked Jesus, if that's true, then is there anyone in the whole world who can be saved? Jesus had a way of looking at us sometimes that told us we needed to listen very carefully. And as we stood there, not knowing what to think, Jesus looked at us intently. From a human perspective, it's impossible to be saved. But not when God's involved. With God, everything is possible. As usual, it was my brother, Peter, who was the first to open his big mouth. But Jesus, we've given up everything to follow you. Jesus nodded and continued to fix us with his gaze. And I assure you, he replied, everyone who's given up their house or their brothers, sisters, mother, father, children or property for my sake and for the sake of the good news I bring will in this life receive in return a hundred times over houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children and property along with trouble. And then in the world to come they'll receive eternal life but many who seem to be important now will be the least important in the world to come. And those who are considered least important here will be the greatest then. As Jesus said this, we couldn't help thinking about the children who came to see Jesus earlier. We thought they were so unimportant, but he welcomed them with open arms. And now, this rich young ruler with so much wealth and who we thought was so important, Jesus had let walk away. This story is based on Mark chapter 10, verses 13 to 31. Thank you for listening to the Bible Story Podcast, a Tale to Tell media production. If you've enjoyed this story, why not tell your family and friends? And if you leave a review on your podcast host, that'll help others find the Bible stories. In the meantime, feel free to visit the website, thebiblestorypodcast.com, where you can find a complete list of all the stories we've done and let us know what you think.